Hello, and welcome to Auntie Sandy's Storyland. Please join us at our new home on the Lotus Prison Network at patreon.com. Our story for today is The Paraclete Treasury of Angel Stories by Mary Jocelyn, illustrated by Elena Temporin. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side to light and guard to rule and guide. Choirs of Angels If you have heard the sound of birdsong in the morning air, then you will know that heaven's music reaches everywhere. I soar through the clean air, amazed at my own voice, and wondering if there is an angel singing with me. I don't feel afraid to look up to the sky and its miles and miles of blue. For in the clean air and the wide everywhere is the love that surrounds me and you. The Angel of Paradise At the very beginning of all things, God planted a garden in Eden. Through the middle of the garden flowed a sparkling stream, and on its banks trees grew strong and green. When their delicate and graceful blossoms fluttered to the ground, their fruits grew plump and round. Apricots and apples, pomegranates and peaches, cherries and cherimosas. It was in this paradise garden that the first man and the first woman awoke. Look, Adam, said God. Eve, come and see. God's call rippled through the air like a warm and playful breeze. I have made all this for you to enjoy. All except that one tree in the middle of the garden. Its fruit has the power to poison you and the whole world. If you eat it, all the good things you enjoy will be tainted with evil. You must not touch it. Adam and Eve had no need to go near the forbidden tree. Everything God had given them was so very good. One day, when Eve was sitting by herself, a strange creature came rustling through the leaves. What did God say you must not do? It whispered. Eve turned to see a snake-like head with eyes that glittered like jewels. We can do just about everything, said Eve cheerfully. The only thing God warned us about was a tree over there in the middle of the garden. If we eat its fruit, it will poison us and the whole world with evil. Did God really say that? exclaimed the creature. What astonishing nonsense! You won't be poisoned. You will simply understand that there is evil as well as good, and then you will be wise, as wise as God as it happens. Isn't it odd that God should want to deceive you? Oh, said Eve. She thought for a moment. It would be a good thing to be wise, wouldn't it? Very good, whispered the creature. You should have some fruit right away, and you should share it with that nice young man, too. Eve reached up, plucked the golden fruit, and took a bite. Mmm, very good, she said. Adam, come and taste this. Not long after they had eaten, they felt their heads beginning to spin. Does the world look different to you? asked Eve, trembling a little. Adam, she whispered, 
We're naked. I never noticed before. Come on, said Adam. We can make clothes for ourselves, and then let's hide. We don't want God to find out what we've done. That evening, God came walking through the garden, and God knew what had happened. God spoke in a voice that sent a chill frost through the air. Now that you have tasted the poison of evil, you cannot stay in this garden. You must go out into the world where good and evil struggle side by side, and where you will struggle to survive. Adam and Eve trudged out into a harsh world. The air was cold, and the thorn bushes shivered in the wind. They turned for one last longing look at paradise. God's own angel was standing there, silent and fierce. As they looked, the angel lifted a shining sword that slashed through the air like lightning. They turned away. There was no way back to paradise. The Stairway to Heaven Among the descendants of Adam and Eve were two brothers. Their names were Esau and Jacob. Esau was a hunter, tall and strong. With a flowing mane of red golden hair. Jacob, the younger, was slender and pale. He did not have the strength or the courage to go hunting, but he was devious and cunning. Little by little, he cheated Esau of all the rights of the firstborn son. First, the inheritance promised from their father. Next, their father's blessing. Esau's mood, Esau's mood grew dark and angry. As soon as our father is dead, I shall kill the scoundrel with my own hands, he threatened. Their mother, Rebecca, was fearful of what might happen to her darling Jacob. She went to plead with her husband Isaac. Us send Jacob to my brother's home far away, she urged him. He can find himself a wife from among my own kin there. Isaac agreed to the plan and sent Jacob off. It was a long and lonely journey, mile after weary mile. I have made myself a stranger to my own family, Jacob sighed, as the sun's fire turned to smoldering ashes in the western sky. I even feel like a stranger to the God we worship. With these gloomy thoughts, he found a smooth stone on which to pillow his head and fell asleep. In his dream, he saw a vast stairway, tier upon tier of huge steps, reaching up to heaven like a towering temple. It was thronged with angels, some coming down from heaven and others returning to it. Then God came and spoke to him. I am going to make you the father of a great nation, said God. Through your descendants, I will bless every nation of the world. I make this my solemn promise. At once, Jacob woke up. He rubbed his eyes. The vision had gone. But the words God had spoken to him were unforgettable. This place must be the gate that opens to heaven, he whispered to the stars. In his heart, he knew that his descendants would open that gate for all the people in the world. With new hope in his heart and his step, Jacob journeyed on. Angels all around. I go forth today in the might of heaven, in the brightness of the sun. In the whiteness of snow, in the splendor of fire, in the speed of lightning, in the swiftness of the wind, in the firmness of rock, I go forth today in the hand of God.
an Irish prayer of the 8th century. I walk with angels before me. I walk with angels behind me. I walk with angels above me. I walk with angels around me. The Angel in the Flames King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon ruled a vast empire. He was rich, he was powerful, and he was dangerous. When he gave the order for his officials to come to a great ceremony, every one of them obeyed. They gathered on the wide plain outside the city and gazed in amazement at the sight that greeted them. There stood a huge golden statue, tall and menacing. Its metal eyes glinted fiercely in the sunlight. Its gleaming lips were set in a permanent frown. This was the god Nebuchadnezzar had made, the god of a proud and cruel empire. A herald stepped forward. People of all nations, all races, all languages, this ceremony will begin with the sound of trumpets and oboes and lyres and zithers and harps. Then, when all the instruments join in, you must bow down to this gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Anyone who does not do so will be thrown into a blazing furnace. The fire is already burning. The music played. The people bowed down. They pressed their faces close to the ground, eager to smell the earth and not the bitter smoke that drifted over the plain, except for three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The guards seized them at once and dragged them to the king. We will not worship your statue, they declared boldly. We are faithful to our own God. It may be that our God will save us from your blazing furnace and from your power. Even if he doesn't, we will not bow down to a lump of metal. King Nebuchadnezzar was furious. Make the fire seven times hotter, he cried. Tie up these men and throw them into the heart of the flames. He watched with grim delight as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego tumbled into the furnace. He was eager to hear the hissing and sizzling as their flesh and their arrogance turned to ash. Then his smile faded. I see four men walking in the fire, he said anxiously. They are not tied up and they are not burning. And the fourth one, his voice faded away. Perhaps he had been mistaken and there wasn't a fourth person. Perhaps it was just the kind of pure golden flame that blazed from the wood of the incense tree. But then he saw a face, kind, wise, unafraid. It must be an angel, he whispered. Suddenly he strode to the door of the furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, come out! The three men emerged from the billowing smoke. They were completely unharmed. The angel flickered away. Nebuchadnezzar was humbled by what he had seen and by the unhesitating faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. May all the world praise your God, he declared. There is no other God who can rescue his faithful people like this. Guardian Angels May the bright golden angels guard me in the encircling fire of God's love. May the pure silver angels guide me on the straight path of holiness. May the glittering jewel angels open my eyes to the beauty of earth and heaven. 
I bind unto myself today the power of God to hold and lead, his eye to watch, his might to stay, his ear to hearken to my need, the wisdom of my God to teach, his hand to guide, his shield to ward, the word of God to give me speech, his heavenly host to be my guard. St. Patrick 389-461 to May everything that God has made join with the angel's story, and tell of God's unfailing love, give praise and thanks and glory. The Song of Young Men in the Fiery Furnace in the Bible Book, Daniel The Angel Gabriel One day, God sent the angel Gabriel to earth to a little town named Nazareth. Its mud-brick houses were clustered on a hilltop above fields and orchards, and in the springtime of the year, the warm breezes set the blossom trees fluttering. Among them sat a young woman named Mary. As she sat enjoying the sunshine and dreaming of her wedding, Gabriel appeared. Peace be with you, said the angel. Mary startled in alarm. Do not be afraid, said Gabriel. Do not be afraid, said Gabriel. God has chosen you to give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be king of the descendants of Jacob forever and ever. His kingdom will never end. How can that be? asked Mary, her voice anxious and disbelieving at the same time. I'm a virgin, not yet married. God's power will make all of this come true, replied the angel. For this reason, the holy child will be called the Son of God. Mary gazed back. The angel, the blossom, the clouds in the sky. Suddenly they all seemed to be part of heaven itself. I will do as God wants, said Mary humbly. May everything happen as you have said. Gabriel bowed low and vanished. Angels on the Hillside Out on the hillside, the shepherds were grumbling. Hurry up and get that fire going, said one. It's perishingly cold tonight. He crouched low against the stone wall of the sheepfold and drew his cloak close around him. If only this wind would quiet down, replied the second, who was struggling with a heap of glowing embers. It keeps blowing the heat out of the fire, and these twigs are wet with frost. It's been a bad winter, complained the third. I'm sure that's why we've had so much trouble with wild animals coming and taking the sheep. Otherwise, we could have taken it in turns to sit out here with the flocks, while the other two of us could have been warm and dry in our homes in Bethlehem. I've hardly made enough income this year to keep myself, said the first, and now there's all this talk about the emperor wanting to put up the amount of tax we have to pay. He's nice and snug in his luxury palace in Rome, and we're sitting on the cold, hard ground trying to keep body and soul together. I've got a flame going, said the second. He stood up wearily. We'll need it. See that snow blowing in. He went to fetch another meager bundle of firewood. Just as the fire sprang to life, just as the fire sprang to life, a sharp gust of wind brought a scattering of snowflakes swirling through the air. Here comes the blizzard, he said. I've never seen such snow. It's like the heavens have opened. All at once, the crystal flakes were lit with gold. There, in the middle of the dark winter night, 
danced an angel, as merry and graceful as a flame of fire. Don't be afraid, said the angel. I have good news for you and all the world. Tonight in Bethlehem, a baby has been born, God's chosen king, the one who will set you free. You will find him, newborn, wrapped in swaddling clothes, and cradled in a manger. Then it seemed that each one of the glittering snowflakes unfolded like a flower, and from within each an angel flew, dancing and singing, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, they sang. And the melody filled the sky and echoed among the stars. As suddenly as they had come, the angels vanished. The shepherds looked at one another, still dazzled by what they had seen. Come on, said one. Let's pile the damp and useless firewood against the gate to keep wild animals away from the sheep. And then let's get ourselves up the hill and into Bethlehem. We've got to find out if this is true. Soon they were hurrying into the town, tiptoeing down alleyways and peering into courtyards. At last, a tiny point of light led them to a barn. A woman was humming a lullaby. A baby gave a soft cry. They drew back the cloth that had been fastened over the entrance against the cold. There was Mary and Joseph and a newborn baby. This is a miracle, whispered the shepherds. We have just seen a great company of angels who told us we would find this child. He must truly be God's chosen one. Mary listened to all they had to say. In her heart, she believed more firmly than ever that her child would be the one to make peace between heaven and earth. Nighttime Angels Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. In the quiet night, I can hear the wind that blows from heaven, bringing life and hope to all the earth. St. Augustine, 354-430 The ocean of night is rolling in, and over the heavens of blue, but angels are watching both night and day, and they will take care of you. My room is dark in the deepest night, O oh, fill my life with heaven's light. I am awake to unknown fear, O oh, send the angels very near. Lord, keep us safe this night, secure from all our fears. May angels guard us while we sleep, till morning light appears. John Leyland, 1754-1841 Easter Angels Two women hurried along the path, anxious and fearful. In the pale dawn light, each bush and tree seemed to take on a weird and threatening shape. Do you think that we will be recognized as followers of Jesus? asked one. Do you think people will want to arrest us like they arrested him? Will we be put to death as he was? It's a worry, said the other. Her name was Mary Magdalene, and she had been one of Jesus' most loyal friends. She glanced over her shoulder and began to walk even more quickly. Even so, the danger isn't going to stop us giving Jesus' body a proper funeral. He deserves it. He was such a good person. He only wanted people to know how much God loves them. And then people turned against him. It's so wrong, so unfair. For a while they walked on, secretive and silent. They were getting close to the place where Jesus' body had been placed in a tomb. The one who had spoken first had another question. 
How are we going to roll the stone away from the door of the tomb? she whispered. It's too heavy for us, I'm sure. Mary Magdalene bit her lip. You may be right, she said. I hadn't thought of that. All at once, their plans for going back to Jesus' tomb to wrap the body in the traditional way, with precious spices among the cloths, seemed foolish. We'll just have to try, she hissed defiantly. Oh no, look, there are Roman soldiers on guard. Now what do we do, asked the other. Suddenly, there came a low roar, like a distant thunder. The earth beneath the women's feet trembled, the trees shook, and all the birds sped away like dark arrows in a silver sky. Lightning flashed down and struck the round stone door to the tomb. In the dazzling light, the women saw the soldiers, the women saw the soldiers leap to their feet and then fall down, stunned and unconscious. The huge door rolled open. The shards of lightning flickered away, and there sitting on the stone was one of God's angels. Don't be afraid the angel said to the women. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. God has raised him to life. Look, the place where they laid him is empty. Go and tell his friends that their beloved Jesus is going to meet them in Galilee. The women turned and ran, full of fear and at the same time thrilled with joy. All at once the sky was filled with golden light as the sun floated upward on the eastern sky. Mary paused for a moment, catching her breath in wonder. It seemed as if she was standing at the door of heaven itself. The angel and the dragon. High in God's heaven, the ancient dragon awoke and lifted its seven ugly horned heads. The time has come, it hissed. The time to complete what was begun in Eden. The time to destroy all of humankind. Forever, it flicked its huge scaly tail, and a third of the stars in heaven sizzled and tumbled down in flames. As they fell into the pit of darkness, shadows rose up in triumph and began to dance an evil, gleeful dance. Then a voice rang out, bright and clear as a trumpet. You are wrong. The time has come when evil will be destroyed. The archangel Michael flew down his golden sword slicing through the sky. He dealt the dragon a deathly blow, and the monster tumbled through the air. Behind him, a host of angels swept down on the shadows. The shadows scattered like the scorched and tattered fragments that rise and fall in the smoke of a bonfire. Then, from the ashes of the great battle between good and evil, there arose a new heaven and a new earth. A loud voice called out, now God's home is with humankind once more. They will truly be God's people, as they were in the Garden of Eden. Everything that brought grief and sadness is gone. All things have been made anew. Happy are those who come to share the fruit of the tree of life. The time had come for angels and humankind to sing together. Heavenly Angels O oh, Michael of the Angels and the righteous of heaven. O Michael of the angels, and the righteous in heaven, shield thou my soul with the shade of thy wing. Shield thou my soul on earth and heaven. From Carmina Gadalisa.
as Michael and all the angels threw the dragon of evil from heaven. So may I fight evil in the world with the help of God's holy angels. Thou angel of God who has charge of me, be thou a bright flame before me. Be thou a guarding star above me. Be thou a smooth path below me. And be a kindly shepherd behind me. Today, tonight, and forever. I am tired and I am tired and I'm a stranger. Lead thou me to the land of angels. For me it is time to go home, to the court of Christ, to the peace of heaven. From Carmina Gadalicia. About the stories and prayers. The choir of angels. The Bible contains many mentions of angels who sing God's praise. The angel of paradise. This story is about the first people. Adam and Eve comes from the book of Genesis in the Bible. It tells of how there came to be a great divide between heaven and earth and of the angel who stands at the gateway to paradise. The Stairway to Heaven This story is about two brothers, Jacob and Esau, and of God's promise to bless the world through Jacob's descendants. It comes from the book of Genesis in the Bible. This story gives a glimpse of the angels who constantly travel between earth and heaven. Angels all around. The Bible often speaks of the multitude of angels whom God made. Unseen or unnoticed, there are angels all around who carry out God's will. The angel in the flames. This story is from the book of Daniel in the Bible. It is set in the court of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. The nation descended from Jacob had become part of his empire and everyone was expected to obey him. This story of three young men who stayed loyal to God tells of a fiery angel who protects them from harm. Guardian Angels In the Bible, Jesus tells his followers to treat everyone with respect, for even the least important have an angel who takes special care of them. The Angel Gabriel The Gospel of Luke in the Bible tells this story about God sending the angel Gabriel with a special message for a woman named Mary. The Angels on the Hillside The Gospel of Luke contains the story of Mary with the story of a multitude of angels who bring the news of Jesus' birth to a group of humble shepherds. Nighttime Angels Throughout the years, people have found comfort in prayers that remind them of angels who keep watch over them through the dark of night. The Easter Angels The story of Jesus' death and resurrection is found in all four Gospels in the Bible. The Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They all tell of an angelic presence at the empty tomb. This story is based on the Gospel of Matthew. The Angel and the Dragon The last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, gives astonishing glimpses at the end of time. It tells of a final battle in which a powerful angel defeats an evil dragon. Heavenly Angels The book of Revelations in the Bible gives a glimpse of heaven with angels and people joining to sing God's praise. That is the end of our story for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Join our exclusive Storyland membership on the Lotus Prison Network to get special appreciation bonuses and rewards as a valued member of our listener team. To join our membership, go to patreon.com forward slash the Lotus Prison Network. For those who like the book we read today and would like to purchase it, please click the link in the description. 
follow our Facebook page so you can find us on all your favorite social media and share with your family and friends. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time on Auntie Sandy's Storyland.